0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your spirit.
0: and And you, my brothers and
1: sisters, to pray for for me to the Lord our God.
0: May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy.
0: Christ, have mercy.
1: Christ, have mercy.
0: Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy. mercy.
0: Glory to God in the highest, and on on earth earth, peace peace to people people of of goodwill. Have mercy on us. For For you you alone alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You you alone alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who assumed the Immaculate Virgin Mary, the Mother of your Son, body and soul into heavenly glory, grant, we pray, That always attentive to the things that are above, we may merit to be sharers of her glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the book of the Apocalypse. The sanctuary of God in heaven opened, and the Ark of the Covenant could be seen inside it. Now a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman adorned with the sun, standing on the moon, and with the twelve stars on her head for a crown. She was pregnant, and in labour, crying aloud in the pangs of childbirth. Then a second sign appeared in the sky. A huge red dragon, which had seven heads and ten horns, and each of the seven heads crowned with a coronet. Its tail dragged a third of the stars from the sky, and dropped them to the earth. And the dragon stopped in front of the woman as she was having the child so that he could eat it as soon as it was born from its mother. The woman brought a male child into the world, the son who was to rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And the child was taken straight up to God and to his throne while the woman escaped into the desert where God had made a place of safety ready. Then I heard a voice shout from heaven, Victory and power and empire forever have been won by our God and all authority for his Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold.
3: The queen stands at your right hand
2: arrayed in gold. The daughters of kings are among your loved ones. On your right stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. The Queen stands at your right hand, arrayed in gold. So will the King desire your beauty. He is your Lord, pay homage to him. They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the King. The Queen stands at your right hand, arrayed in gold. A reading
3: from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of all who have fallen asleep. Death came through one man, and in the same way, the resurrection of the dead has come through one man. Just as all men die in Adam, so all men will be brought to life in Christ, but all of them in their proper order. Christ is the firstfruits, and then, after the coming of Christ, those who belong to him. After that will come the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, having done away with every sovereignty, authority, and power. For he must be king until he has put all his enemies under his feet, and the last of the enemies to be destroyed is death. For everything is to be put under his feet.
2: The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: Alleluia, alleluia! Mary is taken up to heaven, and the angels of God shout for joy. Alleluia!
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Mary set out and went as quickly as she could to a town in the hill country of Judah. She went into Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. Now, as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She gave a loud cry and said, Of all women, you are the most blessed, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why should I be honoured with a visit from the mother of my Lord? For the moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Yes, blessed is she who believed that the promise made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit exalts in God my Saviour, because he has looked upon his lowly handmaid. Yes, from this day forward all generations will call me blessed, for the Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name, and his mercy reaches from age to age for those who fear him. He has shown the power of his arm, he has routed the proud of heart, He has pulled down princes from their thrones and exalted the lowly. The hungry he has filled with good things, the rich sent empty away. He has come to the help of Israel his servant, mindful of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, of his mercy to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months, and then went back home. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: You know, as much as I love the Feast of the Assumption, I struggle to preach on the Feast of the Assumption. Not because I, you know, sort of wonder what I can say, it's that... Too many things come at once, because the assumption, it really is the culmination of redemption, right? Through the pattern of sin and death and all the stuff that's gone wrong, Jesus has come and conquered sin and death, and now in his resurrection, he fully shares his resurrection with his mother. And and so she kind of points the way for us. And at this point, you know, I want to talk about Mary as the mother of the church. And you can talk about Mary as the new Eve, the new beginning, the new mother of an entirely regenerated human family. Um, We can talk about Mary as, you know, the reason for our hope, because, you know, we see her body and soul in heaven. And, and we know that that's the destiny that God has prepared for us. we could talk about Mary as the first disciple leading the way into heaven. we could talk about Mary being immaculate conceived without sin and therefore not subject to the corruption of the grave and uh you know what like you could grab one little thread of this tapestry and just follow it all the way through. but you know in thinking about all of this stuff it, it just kind of it hit me. This isn't a theology lesson. this is... A homily. And, you know, we're talking about our mother. And, you know, it just kind of hit me between the eyes. Keep it simple. So that's a little bit what I'm going to do. Just keep it simple. When Mary's assumed into heaven, she's taken outside of the limitations of space and time. And so it means that she can come to the aid of us all. During the course of her earthly existence, she could only be in one place at one time. She could only be the friend of a few. And, you know, she probably was the mother of one. Um, But now, there's a whole new possibility. The Gospel today shows us... Um, something of Mary's heart, you know, having received the annunciation of the birth of her own son, you know, she ups and hightails it to the hill country of Judea to go and see her cousin Elizabeth. She hears that Elizabeth's already in her sixth month and then we hear that she stays there for three months. Um, So she's there for the birth of John the Baptist. She's there to help her cousin Elizabeth and, you know, forgetful of all her own problems um forgetful of her own morning sickness obviously um forgetful of all of the controversy that that she's been dumped into being you know a pregnant woman who's you know not formally married um you know she goes straight to her cousin elizabeth there we see something of 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 mary's heart and her her desire to come to those in need and, and to come in haste well assumed into heaven, she can come with haste, not just to one person at a time, but to all of us. And she can be mother not just to Jesus, but to all of us. It reminds me of something that um, C.S. Lewis wrote in his work, um, Mere Christianity, looking at this question about um, prayer and and being outside of time. um, let, Let me read a little bit of it to you. He says this, Suppose I'm writing a novel. I write. Mary laid down her work. Next moment came a knock at the door. For Mary, who has to live in the imaginary time of my story, there is no interval between putting down the work and hearing the knock. But I, who am Mary's maker, do not live in that imaginary time at all. Between writing the first half of that sentence and the second... I might sit down for three hours and think steadily about Mary. I could think about Mary as if she were the only character in the book and for as long as I pleased. And the hours I spent in doing so would not appear in Mary's time, the time inside the story, at all. All right, now it doesn't help that C.S. Lewis calls the character in his book Mary uh, because it just kind of confuses us on the Feast of the Assumption, but I think his point's quite clear that being outside of space and time means that our Blessed Mother can hear all our prayers. And just as she came with haste to her cousin Elizabeth, that she can give the full expression to the desire of her heart and come in haste to us in our need. You know, Elizabeth calls her the most blessed of all women and blesses the fruit of her womb, and, and then wonders why she should be the one honoured with the visit from the mother of her Lord. Well, Mary's not caught in choosing how best to spend her time or how far she could possibly travel. Our mother is body and soul in heaven. And she comes with haste to each of her children who call upon her. So this is my simple homily. Why not call upon her? Being our mother means that she's the source of life. I mean, that's what mothers are, aren't they? That God has entrusted to her The new life of grace which comes to us. She really is our mother. The new Eve, the new beginning of this restored and renewed humanity. And so we really do receive new life from her hands. The second thing that I'd note, though, um, and particularly from the first reading from the book of the Apocalypse, is that Mary is the one who protects and defends her child this dragon cuts a terribly frightening image. It sweeps a third of the stars from the sky with its tail. It's got, you know, seven heads and ten horns. And, and it's waiting to devour the offspring of the mother. Well, I think we know the dragons in our world. Uh, I think we know the dragons that threaten us. Um, and that they threaten to eat the children of the mother. So let's turn to her with great confidence. Let's turn to her as our mother, knowing that she's the one who protects and defends us, who pleads our cause before her son. This isn't a theology lesson. It's about as simple as it gets. When you need your mum, turn to her. Turn to her with confidence, with love and with trust. And she comes to us. With haste. And now let's together profess our faith by praying the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the the Father Almighty, Almighty,
2: Creator of heaven and
0: earth, and and in Jesus Christ, Christ, His his only Son, our Lord, who who was was conceived conceived by the Holy Spirit, born born of of the Virgin Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and and was buried. He descended into hell. that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ.
1: For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever.
0: Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion.
1: My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot, at this moment, receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us.